This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. Click the Fight TV link on WrestlingMayhemShow.com to support this show and watch pro wrestling, MMA, boxing, and so much more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. Live from the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, 586 nights of uh, Tuesday nights of pro wrestling celebration and fans and so much more. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter uh, here in the in, in the Pittsburgh area, get, gathering this, this amazing crew tonight, including uh, we're uh, joined remotely, I'm sorry, Mike. Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York. The only one here with a future endeavored letter from the WWE. I think that's true. That's still true tonight, right? That is always true, Sorg. Um, if anything that has stayed constant about me is I'm constantly losing jobs. <laughs> Sorg. <laughs> Consistently know. unemployed. Aren't we Mad all? Mad Mike. So, um, uh, Sorg, I'm going to be using every time you cut to me on camera, I will be stealing someone else's gimmick from Mayhem Show's past in honor of Dolph Ziggler. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hopefully, it'll be far, far more interesting. Also, uh, we got we got kind of a shared mic situation over here. <laughs> we got we got Larry hanging out with Rob, cameraman Rob, over on the other end of the studio. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? Hello. Love the mic. Be friends with the mic and each other. <laughs> this is like the most how awkward. Many, how many times have you said that one, Sword? There you go. There you go. And of course, Chad the Shad on the couch hanging out. Hello, everyone. He's back. Yes. He's back. Is this still hockey season for you or roller hockey or no, whatever it is that you done. do? I'm done. On Tuesdays? I'm done now. Yeah, okay. And also, joining Chad on the couch. He's a Pittsburgh wrestling legend. I don't know about that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Surely I always get Doe. super uncomfortable when people say Surely that. Doe is with us. Thank you for having me. You were at that. You were at my first independent wrestling show. Really? Yes. A lot of people tell me that, and they're like, "I was really afraid of you because I saw you break somebody's jaw." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't even remember." I'm sure, I guess. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that on the Indie Mayhem Show later. Yeah. Uh, but this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, you can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play Podcasts, as well as the video versions on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, check out everything else at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. All the other shows, including the Indie Mayhem Show interviews and our shows about plenty of wrestling shows, probably more than we should do, Raw, Lucha Underground, and the like. And also, please uh, drop us a line, if you like, at the uh, email address. Good times! Really? Just Mike? (laughs) Really? We have so many people here. (laughs) Step it up! I'm sorry, what? Really? Like, you guys... You're supposed to. I, I miss my cue. I miss my cue. You missed your cue. Yeah, you guys could have at least harmonized. Good times. Let's try it again. We've been only again. been doing this for ten years. Let's try it again. Treat that shit like the O'Neaters. You can okay. Well, moving on. You to make sure you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit us up at the email address. 
Good times. Good times at WrestleMania.com. No, the taco stand is closed. Oh, got a really oh, good view of it. Or hit us up at 412-206-WMS0, Twitter at Mayhem Show. And, of course, uh, please be part of the Facebook group at Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, so that uh, you can be part of the conversation there. And uh, check us out every Tuesday night. Uh, you can get to us at live.wrestlingmamshow.com or just drop into the Facebook page. And we are uh, attempting to stream at a few more places. I see some people joining us over on our YouTube page as well as Periscope. So we're uh, spreading the mayhem everywhere wow. due to some new technologies that we're hooking up tonight, our maiden voyage on this. So if you join us live, what's up? Unfortunately, uh, the main chat room that we are in is, is the Facebook uh, live chat room at Wrestling Ma'am Show Facebook. So if we're not entirely seeing you over there, uh, there's a reason. We're, we, we're in like five different places right now. We're even on Twitch right now uh, and seeing how that kind of stuff works out. But anyways, also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash Wrestling Ma'am Show, including the fan of, fan of the show dollar level. Bo diggity! Woo! Yeah, everybody got that cue. Wait, did you, did you guys... What, what are you? Sorry, we were looking at comments from the. Uh, Sorry, he paid. He paid for that cue. He, he did pay for that cue. Uh, uh, so and also, our friend Alex Carr is at Power to the Smarts. Occupy Pro Wrestling has been doing some great stuff with the podcast over there, including an interview um, with the crew that I can't remember their name. They're doing a burlesque show from the Wrestle Factory on IP Review. A uh, great interview about wrestling and and, and burlesque and kind of how that relates. Uh, so definitely check out their latest podcast there. Also, Bobby FJ Town at the dollar level, at the Pocky Club five dollar level, Tina Keys, Brandon, and Christopher, and at the Pizza Club ten dollar level, Billy F and Johnson. And Billy, thank you for the gifts that uh, were you gave us over on uh, the Raw wrap up last night. He joined us over there. We had a lot of fun on Monday night in the in the Facebook Live. So uh, with that, let's get into topics of the week. Uh, and so. Uh, I think I think most of us have seen through the quarterfinals at least. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for the most part, we'll <clears throat> not go beyond that, except for encoded messages, uh, right, Mad Mike? Wait, we can't go beyond. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> God damn all you people! Oh, the finals are next week. This is true. This is true. I mean, it is like four hours uh, of wrestling on top of the three hours of wrestling on top of the other two hours of the wrestling on top of, well, I kind of caught Ring of Honor for the first time in a while this week. So it's, 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 right, it's well, understandable. Problem. You watch Ring of Honor. I mean, you watch the wrong wrestling show. As, as a, no, no, I finished it. I'm just being respectful to other people in the room. Damn it, I was watching Fuck other stars. people. <laughs> we went back and watched eight in from the vaults. Hey, ask me any question yeah. about 1987. No, okay, who was uh, the Mariner <laughs> <laughs> or Furface? Well, Larry, first of all, you you had some kind of off posi- uh, uh, position on on the May Young Classic last week, and you said you've come around uh, going through the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I didn't like Shayna Baszler in the uh, her first match because. The first round seemed a lot like the Cruiserweight Classic where there were no heels or baby faces. Everybody was just competing, like even footing, uh, no dirty tricks or anything like that. And that's what the first round of the Mae Young Classic felt like, with the exception of Shayna Baszler's match, which seemed like a push for somebody that didn't know how to wrestle. I kind of like that about her, though, is that, like, except for one thing, like, she's like, 
right in the beginning, like she got bumped like really super soon. Yeah. And I was like, just stay on your feet. Everything's cool. Like you don't have to give anybody anything. Mm. <clears throat> the agenting felt better. The second, the quarterfinals. Yeah. And af- after I realized like, like that's what they were doing mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. She could actually wrestle. I found yeah. that out too because yeah, she it, did some shimmer could, shows. You didn't see stuff. that in the first match. Well, I think the other thing too, the first round, I didn't like the first round as much. Like there were good matches, but I think 32 people, male or female, is too many people to be in a tournament. You're inevitably going to have people that aren't at the same level. And like the 16 people, well, the, the quarterfinals were great. And like I liked almost all of the matches, mm-hmm. but there were some of the first round ones where I was like, oh, and, and, and when you can say going through the rest of it, like it gets like better you're like oh crap i just saw saw the same person wrestle like pretty much three times in a row yeah and you're completely okay with it by the time you get to that point yeah now when you say with that first round does the format play into that too do you think i i like like that they're doing like the the reality show format though of showing the people but it's just like some of the matches just were bad matches yeah Mm -hmm. i I just i mean kind of like the whole because that that whole first round was was like four matches a show right oh yeah so it's all just Seven, eight. It's neat matches. seeing. I think here's the thing. If I was a, a younger person watching it, when I, when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was see new wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like when new people showed up on Superstars, it was like the, the week that Sid and Flair's belt showed up the same week. Like I remember we were on vacation in Florida and we literally like tore a wall off our hotel room. <laughs> like we just like, like there's like a laundry room. My brother I just ran through it. And, and in those cases, they're usually ripping apart some nobody, too. And it's not yeah. just somebody else in a tournament where it's like, yeah. well, how am I supposed to think this is one of the best in the world? If I love that is the best, that is the best reaction to wrestling I've ever like, heard I, of. Seriously, there's been times in wrestling where I've just run out into the street and just started screaming and like like punching the can, like Dragon Ball Z kind of stuff. I'm married now, so I can't like get that excited. But I realize I say stuff the whole time I watch it. My wife does a great impression. She's like, nice. Wow. Nah, no. What are you doing? <laughs> and there's just a lot of me, just like that's my commentary on stuff. So there's a lot of nice, like Lita's commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wrestle her, not to. Uh, what a maneuver! I wrestled her when because we were in one of the funk dojos together, the first non-fed one, and they were like, "Hey, uh, we got a people tonight. Can you work?" I had to wrestle her. She was wrestling heel, and I was wrestling baby. And they're like, "Try to put a match together." And I'm like, "Okay," because like, it's like. How do you do that? So it was not a good match. <laughs> Long story short, probably more my fault, but it was just like, I had no idea how to be a baby face against someone that was half my size that didn't know how to do much yet outside of Lucha. <laughs> she didn't, right? It's funny. So we were watching the, I said to my wife, I was like, you know, I was in the funk dojo with her. She goes, oh, well, she's in the Hall of Fame on TV. You're sitting on the couch drinking a LaCrue. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Yeah, my wife's like the best heel ever. She's like, why, why didn't you ever do this? I'm like, don't think I could. Oh, you could, but you didn't. So, what's your oh, wrestling? Wow. What's your wrestling, baby? I mean, she's much nicer. Well, if you've got great coming out of this Arios, what's that, man, Mike? I, I said I thought he would have looked great coming out of this Arios. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, I remember being so excited when I say Rios debuted. And like the the spirit of euphoria lasted about forty five seconds. He got better as Aguila, but whatever. I it's remember when he was in his first video game. Oh yeah, I was like S.A. Rios has made it. I can play as S.A. Rios. Was and like, he, fuck uh, his character. That's that's sucks. how you, that's how you can tell. Like if you forget when a game came out. Was he in two thousand? A guy like S.A. Rios is on. WWE two thousand. I think so. He was in. He had white pants, which but, I don't think he ever wore. I played wrestling <laughs> games with guy with the same like five people for like 20 years, which is both exciting and sad. 
And and there's always like a big draft that a new one comes out, and it's always like, oh, well, I'm going to get S.A. Rios. It has never been said <laughs> in, in any of our drafts. This year, it's like, well, hey, Rick Martel's in it this year. And there's like a fucking war to get Rick Martel. And there's like a question, well, is it Rick Martel, model Rick Martel? Or is it the Rick Martel that fought the flock, which is my favorite Rick Martel? Nobody remembers. Like he had like two matches with Booker T, and then he feuded with the flock. And he was like, Raven, you are misfit. And I do not like your band of misfits. And I'm like, Fucking love Rick Martel's baby face. <laughs> and then he blew his knee out. With the greatest baby face. Anyway, sorry. I know May Young Classic. No, no, no. <laughs> See that segue? Well, that that's, fits. That that's fits. a good segue. That absolutely fits. So, so the May Young Classic is like uh, uh, Rick Martel's run. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love Rick is there, Martel. Is so there much. a strike force Rick Martel in the game? Uh, no, yeah, I think I it's going to be, it's gonna be model. And then do you feel <laughs> obligated to get Tito? <laughs> they have never put Tito in the games. Uh, but I. I think he's, recently he was in Legends of Wrestling. Okay, all right. But, no, trust me. If Tito was in it, someone would have been Tito because my brother always picks. My brother is pre- prescient, I should say, because he he has used Ginger Mahal for the last four years. Oh, and and, and like. And he's like, he has this crew of Indian dudes that all do neck breakers, led by the great Kali, and he makes outfits for them and everything. And John Cena somehow fits into this group, too. Don't ask me. I'm why. just picturing the great Kali doing neck Has he met the Riz? I think this is Riz's new best There's friend. There's nothing like having someone shit talk on you when they defeat you in a Hell in a Cell with Jinder Mahal. Because he's really, really good at the game. And he gets really good with people that, that are not good, like guys that are like ranked at like 45 and 50 out of 100. And then he will beat John C- Like If you're like Randy Orton, he'll squash you with Jinder Mahal. Like uh, before Jinder Mahal was good in the game. Like any, I love it because he always picks. He's like, who's this guy? Because he doesn't watch any of the shows anymore. And I'm like, that's, you know, uh, some guy from NXT. He's mine. Like the, the Ascension. Like when he I, saw I, the I will craft it. Yeah, when he saw the Ascension, he was like, I can turn these. He's like Gary Hart in Texas. He's like, let me produce these guys. So, so is, is he going to be really surprised with this year's version of the game when Ginger's actually pretty He's going to be upset. Because oh, okay. they're probably going to take his neck breaker He's going to go all hipster on it? Or? Yeah. It's a Ginger Mahal hipster. There, there's no, always Heath Slater. He doesn't like Heath Slater. It's a, it's a weird. Because we've talked to him about other guys where, like, where you're really going to love this guy. And he's like, no. It's like it's a it's a crapshoot. <laughs> no he would hate all so, of the May Young class. So who do you think his pick is going to be this year? Is it going to be someone like like Noam Dar? It might be Noam Dar. It might be someone like the Bollywood Boys. Or seriously, a pick for him. Um, I know Mascara Dorada is going to be whatever his name is now, Mascara Metallica or whatever, because he loves Grand Lucha. Metalik. Yeah, Grand Metalik. He follows Lucha like really tight, and he knows Lucha really well. Um, to the point that he had like a half an hour conversation with Conan once about Tijuana. Whatever, you, whatever you do, do not tell him that he's now referred as referred to as a type of cheese. Uh, he would he gets so upset about it. But there was an edit of him last year, and his they you know when you make the edits, you have to like fix the names, you know where they don't sound exactly right. And the person that made him, his name was Master Don Adams, instead of Mascara Dorada, <laughs> and it's like Master <laughs> Don. Adams and from now on that's become Mascara Dorada's name in the in, in the game. So like anybody that has a weird edit name, like that becomes their name in wrestling forever. He would hate May Young Classic though to get back to May Young Classic. He, I would try to it's one of those things I would try to get him to watch it. He would just look at me like, nah, bro, nah. He's just not into it. Even if girls did like great high spots, he just wouldn't care. 
Um, speaking of eyes bots, I know you, you, you said that you were um, um, pretty enamored with Kyrie Sane's elbow drop. Oh, it's awesome. Man. I think we all are here. It, uh, it's pretty so was Big Show. It's so was Big Show. Because <laughs> <laughs> he took a shot at it, didn't he? <laughs> it didn't look nearly as graceful. The one she did in the second round against the girl that did the hair whip stuff was like, I saw yeah. it, and it's like, there's a difference between people that are wrestlers and aren't wrestlers. Like, if you're not a wrestler, you're like, that looked awesome. If you're a wrestler, like, I'm not ever gonna fucking take that because she because <laughs> she like leads with the top of her body with that. Well, thing, she landed her she? entire body on it. Like, oh. It was like the one Savage was doing once he he was really banged up at the and the end black and red days yeah. of Savage, where like you could tell how banged up Savage was by how much of his body landed on you. And it was like, oh, he landed like seven eighths of his body on the guy. Like Randy's hurting tonight. <laughs> and like, but I know she's not. That's the other thing. Like. The elbow's awesome. I'm like, I should show my wife this match. Like this, because she was always like, I really wish girls would get a chance to wrestle. She's like, What is this girl's gimmick? <laughs> I, said, so she, weird. I said, She's a yacht captain and she's looking for treasure. She's like, <laughs> She just looked at me. <laughs> she just looked at me and I was like, Because it's awesome. Isn't that awesome? She's like, That's stupid. Like, I don't want to watch this. Listen, there are 32 new women. This is just what you get. And when the other girl came out and had like glittery boots, she's like, this is how they should be. She's like, she whips her hair around. That's how it's. And like, I can never tell. Like, she loves that. She loves Asuka. She actually follows Asuka on, on, uh, on uh, Instagram, which I didn't know. She's like, look, I'm like, why do you follow her? She's like, oh, she's cool. How did she feel about Lacey Evans? Uh, she didn't like anybody. There was literally like nobody else. She, she liked the, the one girl from Ireland, the. I don't want to be rib- the bigger Piper girl. Nevin. Piper Nevin, yeah. yeah. I said to uh, to uh, Beastman, I'm like, you should really find that girl and marry her, because you guys would make the awesomest wrestling babies. <laughs> like they would just be beating up people like Vader in, in preschool, just like big, mean. She because she does all the same moves. Like cause I said, to my wife, like she does all Beastman's moves, and she can. Right then, she did the flip in the corner, the crush thing in the corner, and I was like, this is love. Like I, I gotta. <laughs> Because like, that's the thing, like every as I learned from the Mae Young Classic, every female wrestler, it's different than the guys. Like they never tell you who the guys are dating, but every girl was like, "Well, that's Chris Hero's girlfriend," and oh, by the way, that's uh, Johnny Gargano's wife, and that's you know, it's just how it is. My wife will get into the drama, like if the more she knows about the real stuff, she's into it. But I, I thought she'd be into Mae Young Classic, she wasn't. But I think it was the sea captain. She's like, "Why does she have a ship wheel?" And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's something Japanese. She had uh, the so is actually remaking Captain Ron. There you oh. go. I was thinking Captain Mike Rotunda. Oh, that's a, <laughs> oh, the, no. the Captain Mike T shirt. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen the T shirts no, they had? Then we get, yeah. then we get uh-huh. Kevin Sullivan showing up, and that mm, and Trucker Norman. Albano. <laughs> Captain Will, uh, we, we have the chat is going insane. Uh, <laughs> we do have a question, a legitimate question. Bobby of J Town uh, is Bianca Blair's uh, hair a foreign object? Discuss. Uh, no. Uh, no, no, it's her hair. No, yeah. and he can't I mean, pull unless, unless she got that extension from a different country. <laughs> Are they weighted extensions? Because then they'd be a foreign object. Mm-hmm. No, it was freaking awesome. <laughs> I will consult the, I mean, the book. The of way wrestling. I see it, it can be a detriment as much as it is a weapon. Yeah. It's just no one decided to pull on her hair. We do. We we do have a rule book over there, so we'll have to search it. I think. It's, I don't think it is no glossary. Though, they said so. if you bring it in the ring and it's part of you, so I'm growing horns yeah. now for the rest of my career. <laughs> yeah. Switching well, to a spear I, finish. I guess you could go back to Cowboy Bob Orton's cast. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. Alex is saying they need a uh, Total Divas version of NXT. Total Devel... Div no, that doesn't work. Develop metal? No. What's funny, because I was... The other thing about, about it was I was watching it, and it's neat seeing a lot of different body types and different looks and different styles. And, like, uh, the, the uh, girl who wrestled... Um, that did the alligator clutch. I can't remember. I'm really bad with her. Oh, um, Abby Lath. Yeah. I thought she was awesome, but like I could just imagine Kevin Dunn and those guys looking at her being like, well, she looks sloppy. She doesn't. She looks like a normal human being. She's mm-hmm. attractive and mm-hmm. she's really good in the ring. But to them, it's like her body type and what they, the only type that they see as women are so night and day. Even uh, Asuka's a bit out of their body type, which is ridiculous. And it's like, that's the hardest thing of watching it. It's like, <clears throat> It's the same thing that happened with the Cruiserweight Classic, and I don't want to be negative on, on the thing, but it's like, I remember coming out of the Cruiserweight Classic, everybody was so excited. Like, they're going to get a show every week. And it's like, and now they're just going to do the same matches as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, if they get put into the the WWE style grinder, it's like, it's not as exciting. That's why these things are exciting, because it's like, we were talking it's before the start, it's like... It's before they wear them down, or not wear them down, yeah. but, you know, like, kind of... <laughs> Decide what they want them. There's to only be. one they way to do a hip toss, and yeah. you must do a hip toss this yeah. way. Yeah. And it's like that's the neat thing. Now it reminds me, these tournaments. Both these remind me of the old UFCs, not because they're boring, but uh, if you ever watch the old UFCs, <laughs> guys in an armbar yeah, for an hour. Yeah. But it was like the idea. It's like the dudes would fight guys, and they had like it was like style versus style, which is what it was about. There was a guy in the first UFC whose style was ninjutsu, which is hilarious, yeah. and he was a white guy, and he was a cop. <laughs> he fought Emmanuel Yarbrough, that big, the 900 pound sumo guy. And like, he was coming to the ring and it said style ninjutsu. And I was like, this guy's going to die. I feel like that's something you'd see on American Ninja Warrior. Was he, yeah. Was he part of the Cobra Kai dojo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you better throw a smoke pellet and get the fuck out of the ring. Because Emmanuel Yarbrough is just going to sit on your head. Or this guy's style what? is like mall taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. I like when guys make up a style that is their style, their name, like Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Like, okay. <laughs> like that one makes a little bit of sense, but then they're always like, I do, you know, they're like a JKD guy that just names their style. Like mm-hmm. I do tofu, whatever that is. Um, for, for those of you that have only gone through the quarterfinals, uh, I, I'm kind of curious. And I think this will be fun since some of us have, have completed, um, completed it by now. Uh, who, who are you, who are your, your picks for the top two that go into the finals next week? Just out of the quarterfinals. Larry. I've seen the whole thing. Oh, you did see the whole thing. I did. Yeah. I think uh, my wife asked me the same thing. She's like, who do you want to win? And I was like, well, I, th- I said I like Boozler and uh, Sane were the two that I liked the most. Because I felt like they had the most upside. And then I can't wait to see all the MMA guy- girls lose at Mania to Stephanie McMahon. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Yeah. But yeah, but I would like to see- I think they'd match up neat. Because I kind of base what I like about j- women's wrestling is more all Japan women's. And then seeing like the the big heel girl like a Bull Nakano or a Naja Kong or a Bison Kimura, like the, that style girl against the smaller, pluckier girl, like that's the way that I see that style. And it feels like you can put a really good match together with the two of them. And there's big upside in both of them, like of, of what you do next with them. See, I, I'd like to see the opposite. I, I want I wanted to see uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Piper Nevin. That's cool too. Yeah, because be- because she's like that unstoppable MMA lady. And then Piper Nevin's like a powerhouse that can actually like match her, you know, and not somebody that she could just throw around, right? Too, right? Yeah. So it'd be neat if they well, they did like a round robin for the last four, but that would be too many weeks. Mm-hmm. Mike, uh, I was gonna say you kind of get that with the um, I know you got I know some of you haven't seen it yet, the Baszler versus Mercedes Martinez match. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really good fucking match. 
Um, but I, I'm not going to say who, who I want to win because I know who the finals are. I'll say that every round they eliminated like two girls I wanted to go to the finals. Yep. Every single round. It was just very, it was very upsetting. So I was upset I, when the uh, East German girl lost in the first round. Or, yeah, or, that yeah. was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that's because she was in TNA. Oh, okay. But she's, uh, when she <laughs> oh, came yeah. to the ring, like she did everything right that nobody does anymore mm-hmm. of like being a monster and like not getting whipped and like just, just being tough. I was like, man, this girl's awesome. And then it was like, I, I knew, like, oh, okay, well, she does the Mae Young finish. But that was like kind of jazzy, whatever. But she, I, I really liked her style and that she feels like you could bring her in at this point and she would mesh really well as a heel with the rest of the roster. She, she's like modern-day China. Yeah. And, but, like, she has an aura about her. I don't think China like, – China always looked kind of awkward to me, do you know what I mean, because she was still learning wrestling. Like, this girl looks like – she looks like Dolph Lundgren as a, as a girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's how I describe it. <laughs> It, it, yeah, strangely attractive. Um, and I'll raise this point, and I think we raised the last last week a little bit too. And I know, I know, Mike, we've been Mike and I have been talking about this. You know, between the Jazzies and the Pipers and everything, if they, say all the big girls in them, the Indian girl that that I don't remember her name, mm-hmm. um, oh, the real tall one, yeah, you that rested like Kali. Um, you you have this like kind of monster women's division kind of starting now with with all of them and Nia Jax. Which could make the women's division really interesting if they yeah. all came over, right? I, see, I love that, and and you have Asuka's kind of like a giant killer kind of gimmick too. So, and when she's healthy, that's pretty cool. That's what I loved about all Japan women's is there was always, like I said, that traditional, like Bull Nakano, and she came over and you know to get over uh, Medusa back in the day, and like I always loved her stock because she was just like these girls were unstoppable. Do you know what I mean? And it was like really neat seeing like you know people using their size against them. That's what I liked about the second round. It felt like the matches were more smartly put together where people's styles came into it and that they were more back and forth and more uh, you didn't know what was going to happen. And that's what I really liked about them. I I do have a question. Um, For the guys who haven't seen all the way through, did you guys see the uh, segment with the four horsewomen? The the WWE four horsewomen. Oh, were they faced off with the uh, MMA ones? Yeah. 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 The, the like segment outside, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's probably a Survivor Series match, right? Oh, well, that would make sense. You, you, you make sense. That would make sense. <laughs> you would think, yeah. but then I, I still see like they keep saying about Stephanie being the one to wrestle at Mania with with Rousey, which like how does that help anybody with wrestling? So uh, yeah. Hey, if you get Ronda Rousey in the WWE, good on you. Is that is one of the four? <laughs> That's the where she needs to be. Yeah, I think to survive. I I kind of had a question, like you're saying. Okay, like back in the '90s, you said when they'd bring in like Bull Nakano mm-hmm. to face off against you know Medusa or whatever. D- um, do you think it kind of helped her portrayal by there not really being a women's division? You know, rather than there being a bunch of women and to be like, okay, you're going to be the big monster, you're going to be the whatever. You know, like yeah. just having letting them kind of not so much do their own thing, but not get pigeonholed. As... I think the thing too is like Bull was so different and had such a different look mm-hmm. than everybody. And like, she did crazy stuff like the leg drop off the top. And so and she was kind of ha- not doing half the crazy stuff she did in Japan, mm-hmm. that she just looked so different. It kind of got her over. Mm-hmm. But, but it I, seemed I, like more of an attraction. Yeah. More, they were, too. they weren't the women's matches were not being offensive, but they were treated the same way as midget matches mm-hmm. where, do you know what I mean? Where they were, they were a special attraction match on, you're right. Mm-hmm on the show. The, the other thing that's weird about the four horsemen one is like, I think t- it's going to be interesting to see how well they can work. Do you know what I mean? 
it's it's a lot of pressure to go into a pay per view match that quick. Is the, one of the four horsemen from Cleveland? Which the blonde are one? Are you talking about the MMA people? Or yeah, the, the MMA one. I don't know the ones because she had a midnight shirt on. It's like a band from mm-hmm. Cleveland that nobody knows, like a like a black metal band. And I was like, cool. Either she's super into metal or. She's from Cleveland. But I think there's a general Bass, connection Bass. because of like EIW and everything. Bass yeah, was in EIW Bassler, things Bassler. like That's that. That's what I was so. thinking that she's from from around there. Yeah. And then one, I think one of them is Roddy's wife, right? Is that, is that? Yeah, one of them is Roddy Strong's wife. So oh, that, okay. that, make, that, that connection makes sense. So there's a lot of kind of WWE connections there. Um, we have some of them from the chat. Larry, I don't think you know this one either. We, we do have a, a spoiler from 205 Live. Okay. Drew Gulak put Akira Tazawa in the Chikara special. It's finally happened. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them wrestling. I didn't actually watch the. Apparently, the it got good. So one, uh, you know, Akira is back. That's good to see. Because mm-hmm. we, were, I know, last night we were questioning on the Raw wrap up what happened to the Titus brand because they kind of disappeared over this last week. There's no Titus in there though. Oh uh, what? There's no. Think, is it just a I, 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 I might not have Uh-oh. caught his whole entrance, Uh-oh. but I thought Bobby, it was just Bobby just spoiled the end of 205 Live. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Well, the three yeah. people that watch it are not going to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, but two of those people are in this room. I know. <laughs> this is. I wonder how much of the 205 audience right now is either watching this podcast. See, if we weren't doing the show, we could triple the viewership. Exactly. That is true too. Though. It'll, make, it'll make Tuesdays easier if they go. I try to watch it. Thursdays. I try yeah. to watch it every once in a while, and I literally make it like a half match in, and I'm like, because like I have this theory that like we only have so much money and we only have so much free time, and they both are these budgets that I exist with in my life, and I'm like, if I only have an hour, am I going to watch a Noam Dar match, or am I going to watch something that I want to watch? In its defense, though, when yeah. when we went to there was a SmackDown before Mania, right? Mm-hmm. It was so bad, but the two hundred five, like two hundred five live, it was just like pure wrestling. So it's like after yeah. two hours of video packages and AJ Styles yeah. not wrestling, you know, it was it was like such a good that's live you, show. That's you know? the hard part, though, is like yeah. the, most fans are conditioned to want to see entrances and video packages now. So it's like, are they bored when two hundred five live starts? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Though I, Marcus Mann, who is a great manager and uh, smart. Booker kind of guy from around here. He lo- he loves Noam Dar because he thinks he's Liam Gallagher from Oasis. Because he does like he's like he does a lot of Liam Gallagher uh, uh, moves and stuff. And if you know anything about Oasis, those two those brothers are the greatest heels ever. Like they have healed on each other. Like so, if anybody's going to take their wrestling their personality from them, it's the right personality to take. Um, so, so there's some other big news this week from other, uh, shows that maybe not a lot of people watch. Definitely not Mad Mike, this one. Uh, but it's also important because a friend of the show was involved in this, uh, kind of big moment. Uh, if you haven't heard, apparently the Ring of Honor, uh, championship belt is no more. Of sorts. Wait, what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Supposedly it is, uh, it's not, and there were some comments about he may still keep it around when he wants to or something like that but they unveiled and here's uh here's uh our, our friend nick lendl from uh, iwc announcing uh, apparently being proposed to by cody uh, of some sort uh but uh yeah it's like a reverse proposal yes yeah, a reverse proposal uh congratulations nick uh so cody rhodes uh had him unveil the the new ring of honor or the ring of honor basically and the new code of honor is that you have to kiss the ring of the champion. And our friend Nick was the first one to kiss the ring. Wow. Yeah, friend of the show. So they have a Super Bowl ring instead of a belt. Yeah, basically, uh, yes. Like a class that's, ring, really. But 
It's a big ring. I was going to say, I've I've been watching a a lot of Look at the size of this thing on the video. It is huge. It's like bigger than Hall of Fame rings. I'll tell you what it reminds me of, Sorg. I've been watching a lot of mid '90s WCW pay-per-views, right? And oh no, Battle Royale! <laughs> oh, no. The opening, the opening match, like Diamond Dallas Page was in like the opening oh, match yeah. of every pay-per-view for two years. Oh yeah, and he had the <laughs> the Battle Bowl ring. Yep. And uh, I, f- I forget how that ended. Like he pawned well, he, it off. He or had to pawn it when he when Kimberly left him. Yeah. And, <laughs> so are we seeing when he feuded with the Booty Man? I know way too much about WCW. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are, have we seen the return oh. of the WCW? I forget what what where it originally was. You're it, like, saying somebody's going to get banged. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you don't know any, if you didn't watch '90s WCW, like what? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I, he's just keeping that ring till Minoru Suzuki slaps him as hard as he can across the face. John on the chat said that all the champs are getting a ring, a tag team. Oh, really? This is just a that general ring. That's, 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 I, I had heard as well. They were getting their their yeah, belts like, are not going to be prominent, and it's wow. going to be rings. Everybody gets Budget rings. Counts. So it's here, different. Here, okay, I, I give them a lot of credit for doing something different and trying to you know stick out, but. In my <laughs> okay, it's stupid because I, I feel like when you walk out, like the belt is prominent, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, bam, that's the champion. He's wearing this giant gold belt, yeah. And now he's cool. wearing a giant ring. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of gestures or whatever, but still, it's just it doesn't. Now, like if all the champions get together, this Captain Planet show. Oh, no, nice. I, I, I'm thinking more Green Lantern core. <laughs> 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 Maybe. What wrestler can they? Yeah, can they? It takes out a finish though, because no longer can you throw the ring. You were going to throw the ring in the ring, and the guy puts it on his hand behind the ref's back. Yeah, is Cody going to be forced to wear a glove over it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If it all of them get together, that's how they summon Roderick Strong back to Ring of Honor, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Was it Mid South? That's all. Yeah, past past champions. Uh, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Form up, <laughs> yeah. Brian <laughs> Danielson. <laughs> they, well, it's like Mid South before it was UWF used to have a uh, their TV belt was a was a medal that you wore around your neck, and I always thought that was weird. And then uh, I can't remember who threw it in the in the river, like during an angle. It was like a big part of the angle. They, and then they had to get a belt because they lost the one in the river. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, this is like eighty uh, five, so. You know. Maybe I think was that on Hidden Gems recently on the network? It probably was. Because I yeah. feel like I just saw that. Yeah. When I was watching, and I, I have friends like if my friend Chris in Chicago is watching, he's so angry right now that I can't remember who did it. Because <laughs> like, so, I, I saw that right next to me watching the old match of Christopher Daniels and uh, and uh, Samoa Joe back when they had hair or different hair. Oh yeah, in UWF, <laughs> it was it was it was really interesting. I watched UWF every week since twenty. Like you guys were talking about how much wrestling's on TV now. When I was when the big boom happened in the eighties, twenty two mm-hmm. had wrestling on every single night of the week at ten o'clock. There was a different promotion, and like Wednesday night was, uh, I believe Wednesday night was UWF, and then Thursday was Pro Wrestling This Week with Gordon Sully and uh, Joe Petticino, and it was like every promotion. And it's like by, I remember my mom sitting my brother and I down once. I go, you boys realize you watch about twenty four to twenty five hours of wrestling a week. Like you have to stop, like no. <laughs> and it turns out, I can't quit. At it turns out, watching drugs. like your brother, yeah, they were just, just, you guys were just preparing yourself for the year 2017, yeah, when you literally could watch 24 hours in 24 hours, yeah. I mean, I could have got a girlfriend, but I need to know more about Lasertron. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I can tell you a lot about Lasertron and uh, Boogie Woogie Man. I mean that that kind of oh, to have that kind of do it. Somebody uh, had somebody had the shouldered responsibility I know. to do this. And it, yeah, and it's like. Like I remember, I was watching a Starcade, and I'm like, "Yeah, every match ends in DQ." Like, how do you remember all these finishes? Like, I used to have a notebook when I was a kid. This is how you know you graduated from Mark the supermarket. He's probably going to get in wrestling. I got a notebook, and I wrote every finish in, and then I would book those finishes for my action figures later. And I I'd did, figure out how to tell their finishes. I did the same. Did thing. you? <laughs> I did the same thing. I read the WrestleMania tapes and everything, and yeah. I wrote down in all the weird world tours and everything of what the matches were and who won. At least not finishers or anything yeah. like that. But and it was like a so it was a, it was it was my version of WWE Universe in a video game. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and you built the pay per views and everything like that. So yeah, I, I only. Like as far as keeping track of that, like I used to be big with that with the rumble, you know, for all like, the who limbers who eliminated who, you know, because well, I got to know when Hercules, you know, <laughs> the rumble. That's why everybody loves the rumble in my family because yeah. it is my friends too. Like where we bet and it's ten bucks a number, oh, so yeah. you're playing for about three hundred dollars. You'll never love wrestling more than when you have <laughs> the opportunity, and that's when you also never hate wrestling more because we've had people like literally like they got both bushwhackers. Dino Bravo, yeah. and it's like I spent thirty dollars on both Bushwhackers and Dino Bravo. Like, yeah, wrestling sucks. Enjoy it. It's like every comedy wrestler out there. Too. Yeah, it's just it's like, oh my god, Santino Morella, and like it's great when it's somebody that has never watched wrestling and just wants to enjoy the fun of it. Yeah, and then you just rib them, and they don't even know. Like, oh my god, that dude is amazing. That's the magic number. Yeah. Three. Ten, ten yeah. bucks. More people Drew with three. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, yeah, the, the excitement just dies when it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Santino Morella set a record for being in there the shortest, you know. Well, do you get who, if you have the person that's thrown the shortest, you get your money back. It's a side bet. Oh. There's a lot of side bets. <laughs> and there's always a, a celebrity one. If you pick the celebrity, Drew Carey's always my pick. <laughs> yeah. Every, every year for the Rumble, when I, uh, when, either I host or one of my buddies host it, I always put out a list of one to 30 mm-hmm. and we guess every single entrant. Oh, that's a good way oh, of doing wow. it too. And, and remember, yeah, it, it's, it's really fun. But like once you get about to 13 or 14, usually half of us are out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what, what happened in, I want to say it was 2011, 2012 when they decided like that day it was going to be like 40 people. Oh, and just everybody redoes the bets. Yeah, and we had a lot of people like, betting via <laughs> PayPal and stuff. It was it was a bad scene. There was a lot of phone calls. <laughs> oh, no. Like it was like down to the wire, like the stock market. Yeah, down to the wire <laughs> betting. And there's also a ton of the prop bet sheet is ridiculous. How many prop? Bet? There's like forty prop bets. There's bets at Mania. My brother and I will bet on like if we were sitting here, we would bet on how many people would walk past. It's nonstop yeah. betting. And there's got to be a bet on the intervals too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if are they going to shave time? That's one of the, pr- yeah, the yeah. prop ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's always who has the best elimination, which is the Taka Michinoku Memorial yeah. Award. <laughs> like Taka did that one. <laughs> the flip, the like, face exploder. Have you ever bet? What's that, Mike? Have you ever had a prop bet on how Kofi will escape elimination? Yes. Yeah. That it, it, will Kofi do is a yes <laughs> or no. Cool move, Kofi. It's called Kofi. They, they, we call him Kofi Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my brother thought his name was. They, they <laughs> need to have since there are like six pay per views before Royal Rumble and Mania now. Yeah, they they've got to let him win. Yeah, like having some of some crazy shit next year and just let him win it. Oh, the other great thing is my the year. Uh, but like I think Batista won one. My brother does not know the difference between Batista and Randy Orton, which is inordinately amusing <laughs> to me because he's been watching wrestling forever. Like he it's can tell tattoo, you it's a lot of, isn't it? 
Huh? It's the tattoos, yeah. There's evolution. Yeah. And they were in evolution <laughs> and like they're, the, they're practically the same person. All right. They, yeah. Uh, by the way, we gotta bring it back around. Matt Tressler is calling out. He says that uh Dick Slater threw the metal in the river. Oh, thank you so much. Of course Matt would know. Of course. Yeah. All right. Now, thank you for doing do that. The, Dick do Slater the also in the 1997 Royal Rumble. Also killed yeah. her. Also tried to kill a woman with a knife and said, you're going to bleed, bitch, while he stabbed her. And now he's in jail. <laughs> That's now in the court know. testimony. <laughs> do, do the uh, ROH Tag Team Champions get varsity jackets? Ooh. And then the longer Again, they have them, they get letters. we don't want to bring back like, Kevin Sullivan. They get gold jackets like the <laughs> PGA. If they, if they keep defending it, they get yeah. the, the letter pins. They should get a sash. Yeah. And each time they get to add a pin to it, where yeah. they build up. Uh, like almost like a Boy Scout pin. A, a pay per view <laughs> pin. Yeah. Like, I defended makes, it there's at, your bonus. There's like your if bonus. It was WB, I, defended, I got this No metal. Mercy pin. I defended it at No Mercy. It's like a, they get like a passport book with different stamps. <laughs> stamps. With different stamps. Like, yeah. That would fit Ring of Honor, too. Yeah. Anything like really confusing that I don't understand. And when I watch the show for five minutes, I'm like, what? Yeah, and like, I and the, the number of stamps requires, you know, how certain aspects you you, know, you don't have to wrestle that show if you have five stamps or something. Mm-hmm. I call Ring Sounds of Honor something like TNA would do, but they do it in reverse. Like, I call Ring of Honor <laughs> when when good horror movies aren't on Comet. That's what I call Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you could watch Doctor Fives or an hour of badly lit wrestling. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, this is great. We got so much more to talk about. We got the big question, and we'll touch base on the one, the latest in the, the insane story of uh, what's happening with Sexy Star, or is it a story? We'll find out. We'll determine that after the break here. But first, give a uh, shout out to our friend Slice on Broadway, right up the road. SliceonBroadway.com. Uh, supporting this show, uh, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, right here in Beachview. As well as Main Street down in Carnegie, PA, PNC Park. Uh, let them know that you heard about them on the Mayhem Show, PGH underscore slice on the Twitter. We'll be right back with the big question Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, we are back, Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is about time for the big question, but first, there's something really important we have to do. Larry, you had an uh, opinion that you expressed here on the break. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You had, <laughs> you had a very, very explicit opinion that, that you you expressed. About what? About Tony Storm. Oh, her hat's stupid. Her hat's stupid? <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, since you have a judgment about silly hats on Mae Young, uh, we, we, we've been talking about doing this for a little bit, and we finally did. And uh, so we have a little something special if uh, <laughs> for you, Larry, I'm that you need to wear thing. now. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> it's just been under this desk the entire time. Oh, wow. Look at the rat tail there. So we have uh, Enzo's hair, uh, which is really appropriate since you're our 205 Live person, <laughs> that uh, you should be the first one to wear this. You got a better chance of Chad kissing the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking owl. Only for a couple of days. Roman Re- <laughs> Actually, Roman Reigns has been, been wearing this. Uh, behind you over there. So, uh, Larry, uh, you have been nominated the first Enzo Amori <laughs> Award of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Is that your guy's title belt? Title belt. Yeah. That rat tail. It's like one of those belts you want to lose. That's great. I kind of like him being on 205 Live, though, because it's somebody that like the crowd reacts to, and 
Yeah, maybe his matches aren't. Well, somebody new to boot is good. Yeah, <laughs> and it gives him. So, I mean, yeah, it's like maybe you can actually see this him so wrestle small. now instead of just get wailed on. Yeah, this and is for a child. You gotta put it on your head. I don't think it'll fit. It's. You, I don't even try. I mean, it doesn't have to fit right. You gotta put. You gotta take your headphones off. Enzo's actual take, hair doesn't fit. You put right, it on. So. Yeah, that's true. You gotta take. You put it on, it and then you put like, like the headphones over it. Maybe this is amazing for you guys on audio. I know. Um, so, 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 Sorg, if I ever get nominated for the Enzo Award, should I just grab my Scotty Two Hottie lid? Uh, you're what? You I have was a Scotty, just thinking that. You have a Scotty Two Hottie. <laughs> he is yeah. like the Scotty Two Hottie of today. Yeah. He perfect. Is, right? Oh, oh perfect. look at this! Don't, look at that! Don't, don't do that to Scotty. Yeah, no, Scotty could actually was actually really good. Was better than that. He was. Yeah. He was really good last. Week. We I was gonna say Scott Teller is a much better. Yeah. Night of Night of the Superstar. Hold on, we gotta get a picture with you. Missy's gonna take a picture of you over there. So, uh, hold on. I, I, I think whoever dons the Enzo wig should have to do a boomerang doing the Enzo dance. Someone sent, sent me a video of them all doing the dance with uh, the, the Dorada doing back it. And forth thing that he does. And it was, yeah, and it was just painful to watch. Boomerang dance. Yeah. Her hat is a national treasure. Take that back, says Bobby. <laughs> you know, no, what nation? it kind of looks like it, it's really your hair. <laughs> it, it actually looks it looks believable yeah it's like if you walk down the street with that thing yeah. one yeah. people will laugh at you but two did you just wake up that's what like <laughs> i don't think i'd get laughed at in the street lee Morardi says I say it's about quarter like, after 11 this is probably the best time for him to walk down in the street <laughs> where no one, no one will see it oh man it's gonna be great oh that's... and the, na- the answer is the nation is australia oh okay Mm. So there you go. Wow, this I figured the nation is domination. <laughs> <laughs> the one time we don't make a nation of domination oh. joke. I make nation of domination jokes all the time to people that don't know about it. And yeah. that and that's why and that's why you <laughs> certified so, so certified G. Over it's there. what happens all like the time. I like I said, that hat is stupid. Isn't it horrible? Like when you're around wrestling people and people say something and you just feel this urge to say a wrestling thing. Yeah. Like yeah. someone will be. We had an argument at work once and someone's like, you know, enough is enough. And I'm like, it's time for a change. <laughs> it, it, like, it, like, no, but it's like there will be a situation where this works yeah day. and yeah. they're like screaming enough is enough enough and i'm like it's time for change it's time for change and i couldn't say it all right the big question for this week we kind of pre-game this a little bit on you know uh sexy star we we, we chatted about how how you know her incident with rosemary last week uh apparently intentionally injuring somebody in the ring and, and and of course, Lucha Underground's in the can, and but but I mean, it's pre-edited, and they do a lot of really interesting stuff. We talk about, you know, they kill people off on a regular basis, right? So the question this week, I think, you know, our friends over there, Krista Joseph and 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 the, and the crew over there, could definitely, if they decided to capitalize on what's happening right now, can get a little creative in editing and kill off Sexy Star. Um, so the big question is, if you were, uh, 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 on that team with Lucha Underground, how would you kill Sexy Star off the show? Okay. Hmm. I, I, I said it earlier that Cage, Cage should put her in an arm bar and rip her arm off. And you can't teach that. And you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to throw that line in now as part of this. <laughs> I would have Pe- Pentagon do the old uh, Johnny Cage finish. No, uh, the finish where what's his name turns into the dragon. Liu Kang turns into the dragon from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it just bites it, her. Yeah, it just or like an animality. Bites her arm off. Yeah. So anything, anything involving Pentagon Junior, I'm cool with. There you go. What about what about you, Rob? I I 
go with the you know it's in the can right it's finished yeah yeah okay yeah. I'd, I'd go in with the uh, the simpsons poochie ending with the you know i must now return to my home planet you know <laughs> as oh, she's good. lifted up and out and then you get the little the blurb saying you know she was you know her ship was destroyed whatever and <laughs> i'm five foot ten and that can be taught in in, in uh every junior college across the uh, no 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 i said he needed to say it not yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. or are you just feeling the I'm, I'm pretty sure You're yeah feeling... i'm feeling the the enzo thing but i'm pretty sure you can you can learn <laughs> being oh god no he's wearing it on top of his hat you know if somebody so... else could please win he looks like he works at a win this from me <laughs> <laughs> between the headset and the, the hat on the <laughs> it goes off man mike you have to have something Oh God! There are so many ways I could think of. Um, the first to, to give no credit at all would be like in a uh, between seasons three and four comic book, which they've done before too. Mm-hmm. I still need um, to read that. Yeah, you do. You really do, Sorg. Uh, um, but you know what? All right, here, here's we're we're probably going to get some cor- some sort of kill shot versus um, 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 Ar Fox. Dante Fox match Ooh, there you go. at Ultima Lucha. That's what I'm assuming anyway, because that, that feud is not over. So I'm assuming whoever loses that match stands on top of the Lucha Underground billboard with a sniper rifle. Mm. <laughs> and basically they're aiming for the other person that, that just beat them in the match. And, and Sexy Star pushes her way out of the exit, lastly pushing aside Taya, in order to step right into the shot, and that person shoots Sexy Star in the head. Wow, that was that was intricate. That was, elaborate. That was intricate. Well, because I, I, I feel like Taya needs to be involved somehow too, because Taya kind of got screwed over by Sexy Star as well. And that, that is true. Um, unless okay. unless they're gonna bring in Rosemary, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like there's some sort of irony there, which could be great. We got some from the chat room. Uh, John out there in the chat says, "Throw her through Dario's roof ceiling of his office." Uh, Bobby oh, says people, people have lived from that. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. She's the one that lands on the bull, though. Um, it's Bobby FJ Town says grave con. Okay, grave consequences with Mil Martez, who has newer pants, and she loses and comes back as Mil Martez with new pants, but she's a different person playing sexy star, sexy star Mil Martez. Yeah, they could just bring her back as a different person next year, which would be the best. Thing probably where there's like a new sexy yeah. star. I just get uh, what's his name's wife. Take uh, the mask off. Uh, uh, or something I kind of wanted to say. I, I haven't watched a lot of new. You know, I'm kind of going through the backlog on Netflix. Mm. But one thing I like about Lucha Underground is that it's pretty much. But I mean, before it even airs, right? It's all in the can. Yeah. It's done. So it's not influenced by. You know, like say, sexy star was in WWE, and all of a sudden she was in the shit house, and it'd be like overnight. You know, just she just starts, you know, whatever they're going to do to her um, to where it's like, OK, now you're watching it. It might make sense. But if you're rewatching it years later or something, it'd be like, what the hell was I think she's going still going to get booked everywhere, though. Yeah, that's what I love about wrestling is yeah. like people forget in six months. And mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, it, ha- it happened in Japan. Karamea kicked uh, Ricky Choshu in the face, broke all the bones in his face. Jeez. And uh, he like was out of wrestling for nine months. And made ahead shows like six weeks later in Tokyo and sold out <laughs> in 20 minutes. Sold out the first UWF show in 20 minutes. And people are like, he's the real deal. Yeah, because he just shoot kicked the guy in the face. So, that, I mean, that adds a little bit to it, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, especially that whole, like, 
kind of late nineties, you know, is it real? Isn't it, you know, kind of, kind of vibe to it. Yeah. I kind of, there's so much of it. I'm like, it feels kind of BSC to me a little bit. So here's where the BSC thing I think comes. Cause TNA has uh, put some videos out. Yeah. I'm waiting for the mic groans. Um, where they, there's, they, they, apparently there's going to be footage. I know a friend of the show, DJ Z, um, thank you. Uh, his match will be, uh, from triple mania will be part of the show. So it sounds like they're just kind of doing a triple mania compilation show, Mm -hmm. which intrigues me that they're doing that kind of stuff with the impact GFW thing. Uh, but other than that, um, they're doing this whole like, and they do some really quick sound bites of like Jeff Jarrett and, and Jerry B. Borash, like it was crazy backstage, like kind of comments, right? Yeah. And so they're going to have the whole <clears throat> reaction and backstage to everything that happened, which turns us into what, Rob? Uh, I was going to say, I'm just getting what, what you're talking about, just kind of plugging that stuff in. I'm thinking like Raymond Burr and Godzilla. Oh, when. <laughs> He's just not even really in the movie, and he's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna yeah. That match is reacting pretty... to things that aren't yeah. Have, have, have... DJZ's match is pretty crazy from uh, tri- Triple Mania because uh, Aerostar did a dive out of the lighting rig, and the lighting rig is about thirty five feet above the ring. Jeez. So like, if you we see when he did it, like you know when someone falls really far and their body picks up speed, like not just a dive, but like they start to gravity starts to push them hard. Terminal That's what happens. It's the craziest dive I've seen in a while. Is it like that guy that missed the table that's been going? It's, high, it's like twice as high as that. <laughs> like they just keep raising, but it's one of those dives where like I love when people are like, well, there's nine guys to catch me, so I can't die. You know, when, when Aerostar does dives like that, I'm yeah. less and less impressed because I'm realized he's a time traveler and he's already seen he's going to be okay. It, the one that scares me is the one where he just goes backwards <laughs> and just throws his head backwards. Like, I don't trust anybody in wrestling that oh, much. Oh, when he just kind of trust falls out yeah. there? Yeah. He's yeah. been doing those for a long time, too. <laughs> That's why he has a mask, because there's probably, like, like it's like the movie The Prestige. There's just, like, a bunch of tubes <laughs> with, like, old, with, old, killing uh, with old, yeah. dead, old dead ones. Like, yeah. Doink the Clowns? Yeah, exactly. Which one's in the he's box? He's Dread Pirate Aerostar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the Ultimate Warrior. That was the other big room. <laughs> but smaller and does stuff. I have nothing to follow that up. <laughs> it was up. his Nikola Tesla in this. Uh, oh. Uh, by, by, by the way, Sorg, you brought up Jeff Jarrett. Um, Did I? There was a, there was yeah. a funny story that, that kind of just dropped about him. Oh, no. What now? He's... He is independently leaving GFW for a little while. What? <laughs> for personal reasons. He, he just is, got there. He's stepping I down. Know. This is why I'm not investing any time in that product. Well, Meltzer said he was like in no condition to work at Triple Mania. Like he's, he like, didn't look good. He said he mentioned like the way he mentioned it was weird. Like the old Meltzer way of saying stuff was personal problems. Mm-hmm. And that meant somebody's messed up on something. But he was like in no condition. There was some controversy about his condition. And then he never allowed, it was he, he's the worst editor ever. So he never follows up on it. Right. Something's going on. But yeah, I didn't see his match. Well, that was uh, when I when I heard that because they were they were uh, putting Triple Mania out on Twitch for a lot for like for free. Yeah, and I found out about that. Pulled it up. What what, what else was happening that night? Like was oh, the same night as the fight. The big. Oh, fight. that's right. I was pulling yeah. it up while we were watching the fight or waiting for the fight to happen. And it was when like Jeff Jarrett was coming out and yeah. he was handing things to people in the crowd. I don't know if they're please. Please watch GFW. You forgot what country it was in. Um, he was, I am a deaf mute. If you give me a dollar for this, it will help me. But he took forever. Like I went and did something else, came yeah. back to the stream, and he was still entering the ring. And it was that multi-man I battle royal. I don't know what it yeah. was. And and he just he did not look great in there. It was just weird because like 
is part of the GFW thing when he was traveling. Like all of a sudden he was in Bullet Club. And he was like doing all, and it was just like, and he's selling Bull Club uh, shirts oh. for the next two years. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. built that. Yeah, saw yeah. That, like tw- two shows in a row. Yeah, we, we we like yeah we saw that like me- like Meadville this year. I was like, dude, wasn't that like two years ago? What are you doing? These yeah, years? it was like Meadville last year, and then the Global Force show in in. Uh, oh, I the forgot Keysport. they did a Global Force show. Yeah, yeah, and it was so weird because it didn't even draw as much as a regular RWA show. No, or okay, regular RWA show. We'll say, um, yeah, no, it, it didn't, it didn't. Uh, it, it was and it was at the Palisades. It was the first time there was wrestling at Palisades since like I think they said like decades. Like, like no, we did shows no, no, eight decades because like I remember Super Indie. Yeah, we did Super oh, yeah. Indie because I remember uh, yeah. when Sweeney won. Yeah, mm-hmm. I took a dragon screw off the apron, which is the dumbest bump to ever take. Because I was like, well, I can't do all these high spots, but I could fall really funny. So I took that. <laughs> I coughed up a piece of white stuff. I don't know what it was. Like it was like a chunk, like Long about tissue. this big. And then so I was wrestling Troy Lords, and I said, hey, can you just give me? A minute because i think I'm, i might be dying because i coughed up something from inside my body and j-rock was managing him and, I, and he said j-rock he said, hey give doe a second like get some heat so he took off his shirt and posed and then suplexed me on the floor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like well i better get back in the ring so i don't die he didn't specify why you needed the time <laughs> yeah so i was like I, I mean thank you i mean it took some time up i mean he did exactly what i asked him to do so you can't be mad Maybe it knocked whatever piece of my body had fallen out of place. It put it back yeah, in. Yeah, it reset everything. Uh, John's saying yeah. that when he when uh, Jared was in Meadville, he thought he reeked of alcohol, but he could be wrong. So, yeah. um, I don't remember. Or like, he didn't seem like he was rough out there. It's just it's just weird that he's on Triple Mania. I don't know. It's I'm just glad Doctor Wagner made a shitload of money two hundred fifty five two hundred fifty five thousand dollars for his mask which is but when you think about it other than la park and atlantis and santo he'll never lose his mask like that mask is like he was willing to lose it for like 40 41 thousand between 19 and 41 thousand a couple years ago i'm so glad he held on and then he took his mask off and he looks like evil jesus he looks even more awesome without his mask. this, this is this is this the same dr wagner that was in lucha underground yeah okay dr wagner jr yeah yeah he's the brother of silver king uh they look I remember silver king from old wcw yeah Boys, right yeah, yeah they're brothers yeah they had another brother they have a cousin el texano that was in old wcw too but yeah he is so like now he's going to be ray wagner king wagner and then uh his son's going to be dr wagner just dr wagner but he comes from a whole family. Like, there's another one before him. A family of doctors. Yeah, and he comes out the Bad Medicine, which is the greatest music ever for an evil doctor. Like, I had someone bitch, like, why does he come out the Bon Jovi? I'm like, it's fucking Bad Medicine. Like, if you can't enjoy that for what wrestling should be, then an evil doctor comes. The only better evil doctor was a guy who died a couple years ago, Dr. Cerebro in Mexico. And he literally had a brain on his mask. He had, like, a doctor's outfit that he came out with, and he had a giant br- neon pink brain on the back of his mask. It was the greatest. Sweet. Yeah. What's Bon Jovi? Uh, Bad Medicine is a, l- a little less obvious than Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue. So that's. Yeah. That's and, th- that well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's completely questions uh, this entire time about WWE uh, that we have not touched on. <laughs> uh, we just watched SmackDown. We did watch. We did just watch SmackDown. We saw Shane O'Mac has been suspended, uh, which is, you know, completely frees him up to be a wrestler. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> So Kevin Owens may get hurt from his sloppy offense, and uh, oh. I, I, I can't stand Shane McMahon as a wrestler because it's like he those guys get to do stuff that no full time guy gets to do. Mm. They don't have to learn how to wrestle; they get to use every shortcut and smoke and mirror in the world, like you know chairs. Like they get to do other people's moves, and it's like yeah, that's cool. 
And the same thing's going to happen to Mania with Stephanie. I know I already said it, but it's like, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. I it, liked when Shane would get in there, though, with guys like Blackman and that back then. Oh, yeah. You know, with like kind of, hey, that's cool. Yeah. But then when you put him in there with like Undertaker, AJ Styles, it's, it's, you know, you talk about suspension of disbelief, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, it's, it's, I love Steve Blackman so much. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those guys I just irrationally <laughs> love. Um, what was he? He's doing bail bonds in Anvil PA now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I, I just we used to, for that. You know his old music? Like that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we used to make up words for it. It was just Lethal <laughs> Weapon, Steve Blackman, repeated over and over again. So everybody would just scream it at the top of their lungs when he would come out. He's another one of those guys in the old Fed games. Like, you know, when you would play the yeah. Royal Rumble and you'd see a guy just truck into the ring and you'd see him come out shuffling. Like, yeah. Yes. I, I think I used to use his music for like every creator wrestler. It's great creator wrestling. What happened on. I didn't even watch Raw. What happened on Raw? My buddy's dad looks just like Steve Blackman. Because <laughs> oh. we used to watch wrestling at his house, and when Steve Blackman would come out, he'd walk by, and he'd be like, oh, hey, that's my brother. <laughs> that's not your brother. He goes, yeah, look at us. We look exactly the same. I have a friend who's, uh, you know, Farn- He would joke about it all the time, and he did. He looked real close to You guys know Farnsworth mm-hmm. announces yeah. sometimes that see. His dad looks exactly like Harley Race. <laughs> so the, anytime Harley Race is on a show, we're like, hey, your dad. And he's like, yeah, I know. But his dad is like a horse whisperer, which is even funnier. <laughs> Harley Race Harley, is probably a horse whisperer. Harley oh. Race is like a gravelly... The secrets of horse whisperer. Yeah, a gravelly-voiced horse whisperer. Just... Oh, I say Harley Race stuff all the time because, like, and it, the dumbest reasons, but, like, when he came out to manage Lex in the match against Wyndham where the, again, horrible era of WCW where Flair left and took the belt to uh, WWE, um, and he's like, now is the time. Like, no one had any idea what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Do the pile driver. Like, he was a heel doing a pile driver. No, that's a regular move. But I love the the gravelly voiced Harley Race. Punk told me once that he uh, Harley Race threw up all over the side of his car, and I was like, "Well, being straight edge does that piss you off?" He goes, "Well, no, it's Harley Race, so that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Okay, I guess you have a, like a sliding scale of, of how much things." If it was me, you know, if I had been high and thrown up all over the side of his car, I would have been an asshole. <laughs> but you know, I'm not saying I'm Harley Race anyway. <laughs> And the moral of the story is we're not Harley Race. No, no. Or is. or a horse whisperer. No. no. Um, or a horse man whisperer. For horse man whisperer. For horse man whisperer. But anyways, uh, I don't know. Uh, we we talked about Raw last night, uh, apparently, Mike. Um, I don't know. Is there anything of note to talk about here on the main show? Um, I mean, we could talk about what is going on with Carmella and James Ellsworth. They, they wrong up. show, but okay. Honestly, we we thought well, Rob, there there was one thing that happened, and, yeah, and yeah. it was it was big show getting thrown places. Is this? Well, I guess is 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 this is this the thing that uh, uh, sets up for a big cast when he gets back from his injury? That's a pretty long setup. You, you think? Yeah. You, I guess we need some a, time, right? Sorry, I don't any... think they have eight weeks planned, uh, let alone eight months I, planned for that's true. I think they're doing budget cuts, and Ellsworth is getting the axe. <laughs> Were, was there any reason that it was a cage match, or did they just decide it was a cage match? For last night? Yeah. yeah uh, there was no reason. There was no reason. The big show, the big show of Braun. It, wasn't there a point where oh. Braun says, I don't know why I have this match? Yeah. Like, he yep. said that in, in, he was in, like, in why, his program. Yeah, like, I don't know why I'm in a cage match. It just, like, ruins. at home, but. Whatever. It just ruins cage matches. Like cage matches when I I feel old, but go with me on this. Like, when I was young, it was like, like people had a cage match. Like yeah, this is it. Like not hey, this is the second or third time we worked. 
Let's get in the cage. It was a reinforced steel cage. Yeah, double reinforced. Double, super triple well, reinforced. A four thousand pound right. ring. Because oh, remember right. when they when uh, they remember when they had him fight a few months ago and they stressed and this was like after show had lost a lot of weight too. Yeah. And they were like, oh my god, we got to reinforce the shit out of this thing. Like they hadn't <laughs> yeah. just had a six man tag or something. And Big with, Show's yeah. in. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck, guys? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, I cut like a lot of weight. Look at look, I kind of have abs now. Where like yeah. in the last segment, there'd been more weight in that ring. Yeah, yeah. He, hey, they've made. They've probably made him shave too. Yeah. He got depressed. He just shaved it <laughs> off, trying to make himself lighter. <laughs> they, 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 they were interviewing the referee that was in the collapsed ring match. Oh, that they yeah? did. And and I like I'm like I, I I watched that interview and I'm watching this match and we're sitting here and I'm just like that ref's gonna get it somehow, isn't he? Like like, like it's gonna be like um oh who was the one that Tim White that, Tim White. Yeah, did, like Tim oh, White before had, he killed himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he tried to suicide himself because he got knocked he off got in, hell hurt in, the in the hell in a cell. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got depressed. And the WWE was so dark then. I know. Dude, I mean, it's like, hey, Tim White's going to keep trying to kill himself, and he can't, and he's a yeah. failure at suicide <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> yeah, weeks. that was in that weird <laughs> post attitude, but before guys started dying. <laughs> yeah, it was like. <laughs> you know? Like after Chris Benoit wiped his family out there, like you know, we should really settle down maybe a little the, bit. The worst part about that Tim White stuff was he had to jo- he had to talk to Josh Matthews for several weeks. That's the real oh. reason. That's the real <laughs> that, reason. That's just that's that, that's probably the real reason Tim White was. Suicidal. That was that was again Tim White being ahead of the curve of letting us know how we were going to feel watching Impact now mm-hmm. with Josh Matthews. That so. that's why I'm not watching Impact anymore no. because I choose life. So is Tim White Aerostars <laughs> Nikola Tesla? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I was thinking, should a rock star be his Nikola Tesla? Because yeah. David Bowie played him in the movie. Right, right, right. So I said, yes, Billy Corgan should be his Nikola Tesla. <laughs> I would say Nakamura. Nakamura. Oh, or Nakamura. Yeah. Yes. Well said. All right. On that note, guys, I want to know what the hell you learned this week in wrestling. Who wants to go first? Sorg, Sorg. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Go ahead, man. Mike? Um, I, I learned that the May Young Classic is very much like the NHL playoffs. As soon as you touch that trophy, you're fucked. <laughs> the NHL playoffs are like 11 months long, though. <laughs> yeah, but as weeks. soon as someone touches the Stanley Cup, they go, they go Man, lose. It, wouldn't it be cursed. great if they it's just changed. pre-taped the NHL playoffs and just released it all in like two weeks? Let's say I die. Watch the ones you want. I die. Watch the ones you want. We can just mean, skip that whole capital series. Yeah, exactly. I would die. I oh the my whole god! Thing now. Uh, Sorg, hmm. Tina just put something in the chat room. If this is true, um, I'm gonna tell Brandon to stop watching Impact permanently. Why? Tina just said. Speaking of Impact, the Pope just left, so now it's just Borash and Josh on commentary. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been telling you to stop watching oh, Impact. Oh God! Did anyone else feel that shiver up the small of their back, or is no, that just me? I don't watch it. No. no oh, no. you I should can sleep at night. I've yeah. been having other back pains. I don't know what's what. <laughs> can, you know what? I, I always <laughs> thought like, can Impact get any worse? Remember that week that what's Orlando Jordan sprayed milk all over himself? Yeah. And yeah. I said it can't get any worse than this, and somehow. They have they have fucking like, popped that week after just week. Just like James Cameron lower in a bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, nah, they can't lower this bar uh, anymore. I used to, we used to do a podcast, and I did. I was the only person who would watch Impact every week, and hey, I realized like what that's Mike. I realized what a tremendous weight came off my soul when I stopped watching it. 
Like literally, yep. like it's like whenever you finally realize like that you're out of a bad relationship, and you're, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're like, she was fucking all my friends. <laughs> like that's what that it was, felt like. Do you know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. That Mike, was abusive. Wait, wait, Mike. That's exactly how you described it when you stopped you watching. Yeah, we need to do a podcast that's in a former Impact Watcher support group. I'm 100 percent down with this because <laughs> like the first couple weeks, you're like, I might be missing something, and you're like. No, I'm not missing. <laughs> like, week one topic. Show me the ways in which Dixie Carr has negatively oh. impacted your life. The, the fact that I know that, like, on, on an owl, you get a chip for the next like what five months. I reviewed. I reviewed all the Dixie Carter shows where she was. She was supposedly sleeping with AJ, and she brought out the girl who played Olive Oil at Islands of Adventure. Oh, Claire Lynch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and they had the baby doll, and the baby the baby doll was AJ's child. And you know uh-huh. what? Like I was like, they're f- I can't believe that they have one of the best wrestlers in the world, and this is what I'm sitting through. <laughs> also, the era where they used to ice Ric Flair all the time. Remember how? Remember <laughs> the excuse for that was that Dixie was playing a sub- a surprise birthday party for Surge. Oh yeah, I like also <laughs> Surge, who sexually harassed more than half the female talent, and yet his name got to be one of the female names. Names uh, Salinas was. Named after him. I know way too much about TNA. I'm thinking that yeah, we were talking about how how much we're kind of tired of Shane. That whole AJ Shane thing doesn't seem so bad now. No, (laughs) you know what? Anytime, anytime people were like, all these the fans were like, they're burying AJ in WWE. I'm like, no, this is the best he's ever had it. (laughs) I have seen. I live. He's living, man. He's living. Yeah. I have lived through some horrible times for young AJ Styles. He gets to travel. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got his Game Boy Advance. He's fine. Just yeah. let him go. He's like, I've lived. He's, he's, he's like, I've, I've survived worse than Ellsworth, you know. My brother was so upset it's when good. AJ came in for AWC once. We took, he said, someone said, we'll, we'll take you out to eat. Where do you want to go? He goes, oh, good Arby's. My brother's like, the world champion eats at Arby's. And to this day, it's upset him to, to no end. So every time he sees him, he goes, oh, that's a dude, the fucking champ that eats at Arby's. That's what wrestling's come to. And I'm like, of all things to hate a human being for. At least Samoa Joe went to Haas's when he was here. <laughs> so he drew, my brother drove. I feel some, like Samoa Joe would be awesome. Yeah. It was when the one in, makes sense. the one in Century 3 was up. And he's like, this place is great. And I'm like, it's fucking hospitality. It's the best. So then he said, does anyone go to drive me back to the airport? My brother's like, yeah, I'll drive you. And my brother's a lot smaller than me. He drives him out and they get there. My brother's like, so yeah, that'll be 20 bucks. And like, Samoa Joe's a real intimidating dude. And he's like, well, he goes, yeah, well, you know, gas. And he made Samoa Joe pay him. And the price was <laughs> insane. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, what's he going to do? Kick my ass, put me in a cocaine clutch? Fuck him. Like, he just ate it horses. Yeah, he's like, I just got him horses. I paid for him. He had tender tips. What else do you get at horses? That's the only thing to get at horses. That was that's, that's that plug the most is Samoa Joe thing I've ever heard. Like when I saw like, him roll in, I was like, "Yeah." When I saw him roll in, I'm like, "The fucking champ is here." <laughs> I mean, where else? Would he, I don't see him going to uh, what's the other b- big buffet that's around here now? Golden Corral. Golden Corral. He's not a Golden Corral. No, it just makes sense. I never. It's something I didn't know. That yeah, I would, I, that I know. Like, but as a champ, I think you need to at least get a steak of some yeah. sort. If you're the world champ, you get a steak. You don't get good oh. mood food. You don't get horsey sauce. You get a steak. Steak. You if we go, weren't anything, we go two for five. Yeah, exactly. There should be no drive-through where the world champ eats. No, 
It's like only off the value menu, champ. Yeah. <laughs> you can have anything you want off the value menu. Bring me up that dollar menu. Champ Spurgeon tonight. I want one of everything. $8. I just see like AJ Styles pulling up to the drive-thru and then they got the sliders now. And it's like, oh, it's after 9 p.m. Give me six sliders. I just remembered it. When yeah, when AJ came through for IWC, they did a show in Butler. So I can just like, I can only imagine where the hell they ended up. He had a Burger Hut too. What's that? Burger Hut too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Burger Hut. There's a Burger Hut too. It's one of the few left. Yeah. And it was about two miles away from the venue. So I know where wrestlers eat. Our <laughs> interview has turned into an interview Sorry. with Shirley Doe after this. To so, where have the world champs eaten when they've come to Pittsburgh? Um, <laughs> what is eating it? around the world? Has anybody learned anything from wrestling this week? I just sorry, learned. That, I'm sorry. That, so okay. Joe's a horses guy. Oh, this is like, great. That's, <laughs> that's what learned. I learned. There you go. I was gonna say I learned that. Man, Braun Strowman just likes lifting things up. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Until I find out what he's lifting on he his fork. He's a strong, strong eat. man. Samoa Joe's got it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, Braun. Braun, but, uh, Braun I, I did up. learn. I learned that, damn, Braun is just, like, he picked up Big Show like nothing. Mm-hmm. And not just picked him up, like, I'll pick you up in a power slam. Get the, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> come on. I mean, Lesnar and Cena can pick up Big Show and, like, you know, the in the on of the shoulders but he just yeah. like he just lifted him it was like like he was nah, a cruiserweight like, and like big show's not really helping him too much he's, i'm just gonna turn you around here oh ready give me that head we'll tuck this <laughs> wham and then i'm gonna pick you up again <laughs> get the fuck out of here Braun. stop it like stop throwing chairs stop tipping ambulances you're so a you, monster do you think the big show feels intimidated by strength like that at I this think point who wouldn't? This might be refreshing that is, to him. That dude's awesome. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Braun can he can have whatever he wants. Big show watch every Hall. Week. He can survive anything. Yeah. I, I it, saw that dude fall off the roof of a building. Yeah. <laughs> and he came back and, and he won came the title. Big show like did that. a yeah. crazy elbow drop too. I, <laughs> tell or, you what, if he would put Braun on every week and have him just do whatever, yeah. I don't care. I'll watch it. It's someone. Watch I saw it. a picture online today, and someone said, "Can you?" Believe? It was a Braun and uh, and uh, who's the guy? The Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt. And it was like, can you believe that Braun Sherman's more over than Bray Wyatt a year from when this picture's taken? It's like, yeah, he actually is. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Or they brought him into the group to get him over, and he didn't even need them. No, mm. it's just needed he introduction. Was, he was just like, a goon in a group of goons. Here's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was big just guy. bigger than the other he big guy. He throws guys. off his chairs like lawn darts now. <laughs> awesome. It's amazing. Awesome. Uh, Larry, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Um Tiny hats are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, put it back on. Put it back on. He did just learn he's a certified G. <laughs> and a bona fide stud. There you go. You can't, you can't teach, teach that. that. You can't teach that. Uh, what about you, Rob? I, I don't know. From watching wrestling, I don't think I've really learned much <laughs> this week. But I'm learning a lot here today in, in the, the studio. Yes, yeah, a very educational experience yeah. from the chat room. Um, I lost all of them because everybody started talking about Burger Hut too. Uh, Bobby, it's Alex, really good to be fair. Alex, I earned the stomach. Alex, <laughs> Alex learned that burlesque shows or that burlesque and wrestling go surprisingly together. Uh, again, another plug for his Occupy Pro Wrestling uh, I, podcast I out there. What's that? I guess they will. It does. Yeah, it, it does. does. Um, I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you. I have Enzo hair all over my lap. <laughs> That's his new finish. Well, you have become one with the Enzo. Yes, you have. It's chosen. Why, why, you. Saying that <laughs> that Wait, why is his hair is there? Constructed. 
It has it's cho- like glitter, dude. It has chosen you. Glitter, it's glitter it's like on it that fell asleep in a strip no, joint. It just, it, it just like gets everywhere. You'll wake up and... and, and you're going to have really so glitter. many questions when you go home to your lady. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was fiberglass. It's not. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which is worse? <laughs> it's like rolling around in insulation. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this stuff itches yet. <laughs> S-A-W-F-T. <laughs> Uh, Bobby learned that 205 Live is dead. Um, oh, oh, I brought up a Twitter thing. Um, he learned that that 205 Live is dead. Kyrie Sane is adorable, and the Hung Bucks just earned a personal pan pizza. Do you call them the Hung Bucks? I don't. I think that's a team in Chicago. No, that can't be. Do they each get their own, or do they have to split it? The I mean, Hung Bucks sound like the the tag <laughs> team at that burlesque show. Yeah. yeah, that could be too. That could be my friend. My friend's mom didn't know the difference of wrestlers, but would always pick up wrestlers for him. And she's like, "She's like, Deke, I got you the Hudley Boys." <laughs> to this day, we refer to them as the Hudley Boys. Either team, either either of the four. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if it's a learned or just a prediction in general, but John also says that No Mercy Bliss will do her moonsault on Naya. Emma will shoot in and throw Bliss out and steal the belt from her like she stole from Walmart. I forgot all about that. Was it Walmart? Yeah. What? It was probably Walmart. It's probably. I feel like yeah. if you if you're going to steal, go big. Um, and Dave learned that I've I've learned if you complain enough, like Emma, you get what you want. Uh, if you, I, I think anybody that's worried about Emma shouldn't as much. She got new music and she's in a title match. I thought she was gone. Let's gonna say, did you watch well, any Hogan girl. stuff from the eighties? It's <laughs> 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 like God. That is true. Yeah. Um, that, oh, that's uh, that's uh, their three man tag name of Adam Page and the Bucks. Oh. So there you go. Um, what the hell did I uh, learn? Uh, Dave learned that if you complain enough, like Emma, you get what you want. Oh no! Yeah, no, we just said that. We said. We oh, just, okay. My bad. I didn't hear you say it. It's all right. It's all right. We got a weird mic thing with him. So. Um, yeah. I learned. I learned that uh, uh, Big Show spent a lot of time on a tarp rope. During that match, mm-hmm. dude, I was waiting for that thing to snap. It's double, triple, super duper reinforced, though. The, the yeah, the ropes what? aren't. Why wouldn't anyone wrestle in a ring that wasn't double reinforced? If you, like, uh, I'm going to tell you, I've been in some rings that have not been reinforced <laughs> by anything. <laughs> that like, if you ever don't want to be a wrestler, come to the show for the rings put together, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's only three boards under it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me show you that one. I was going to say, I've I've helped build a ring, so yeah. I don't. I'm not yeah, sure I trust yeah, him. Yeah. I like no. whenever I'm about to get in, like, hey, don't bump <laughs> in the corner. Why? Because you'll die. Oh, okay. <laughs> we found we. Uh, so I was walking around the ring before the Cage Fury show. Yeah, and, and I'm just kind of you know just kind of walking it, and you know, and 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 kind of like notice some weird bumps and stuff in it because it's like the smaller trainer ring right yeah and then like i'm feeling it, and i'm like what the hell is this and we pull up like a pull out a little bracket from underneath the the canvas yeah that somebody left there and i'm just like what the hell like i can just it was like in that and it was in that spot if somebody was doing one of them like you know uh apron ddt something or others yeah it was, somebody was going to have a really, really bad night. People are always like, "What's well, the hardest you... part of the ring, Sork?" Yeah, the, the hardest, hardest part, part of the, of the ring. ring. Yep. <laughs> well, that's, people are always like, "Why do you take bumps on the floor all the time?" It's like, "Cause I trust concrete. Like I know what's. You know be, what, what you're getting. There's I know no, no surprises. Yeah, <laughs> but there's not going to be any bumps. Listen, this building has been standing here longer than this ring. <laughs> yeah. It wins my confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted. I was. I wanted to take a hip toss into an orchestra pit once on the show. <laughs> And uh, I there was like oh a, it was God. a it was a union show, 
And I said to one of the Union stage hands, I'm like, is that orchestra pit concrete or is it wood? He goes, why would you ask? I'm like, because I'm going to get a garbage can put over my head and get hip tossed over into it. And when I land, I want to make sure that I don't go through it, that I stop. And he was like, that's the dumbest question anyone's ever asked me. I'm like, so it's concrete? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Surely no. <laughs> I lost my hearing from that bump, which is hilarious. That's never happened before. Surely no. Let's get some plugs in. First of all, you're re- featured most re- recently on a, uh, a charity show, Stomp Out Cancer, which is available on IndieWrestling.us. Portion of proceeds still go to American Cancer Society. Where else? Where the best line I've heard in a while, "I'm going to kill G Raver for cancer," was uttered. You said that. That's <laughs> stuck in my mind. Like, you have to understand when I go through the curtain, like the nice n- normal me that says stuff, people say, You said this to a human being, and I'm like, What? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. Also, you almost ran me over because you went through the, the side curtain instead of the entrance. Yeah, we didn't oh, know where you were coming from. So it's like, Where the hell is he? And then, like, a, a trash can or chair goes flying. Oh, by I kicked the chair as hard as I could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by me that was set up by the entrance i'm sorry it's okay it's okay everything worked out well i think i had a lot of people in my way they would have gotten hit first so. yeah exactly i was i was not as soon as i, I grew up watching bruiser brody matches and i'm like well i just want to just break everything like, like once i go out there i'm like break everything <laughs> crush everything yeah but also you appear uh still regularly at pwx correct yes uh there's a show uh this saturday which i won't be on but that's probably a better reason to go see the show it yeah. is the Sean Evans Memorial Tournament, which there's a lot of great yeah. matches in it. And that's uh, September 9th, I think. When is that? Saturday is the 9th. Yeah, it'd be the 9th. Yeah. And, but that's, they've been on some, the last show we actually drew pretty well. So mm-hmm. they're fun shows to go to. They're a little smaller than, than some of the shows you get to here, but there's a lot of really young talent. And, you know, come and make the crowds crazy. I always like it because it's, it's, it's their own building. Yeah. So, like, they really kind of suited it for a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. And and they can do some interesting things in there because of that, and also like they have good lighting that they don't have to truck in or anything like that. Yeah, and the nice thing we've been doing a lot of stuff that kind of changes up the format and uh, makes it it's getting a little different and it's getting a little more which undergroundy, but in a different way and more like more violent, which is totally cool with me. Because uh, like he's like because I said, well, I, I don't ever want to lock up anymore, and I don't want to. They want people to like shake like pump fists before the matches, and I was like, I'm never going to do that. So, and I, you know what I mean, it's like, and I'm not going to lock up and I don't even want to come out when they announce my name anymore. I just want to fight. Just come like barging out of the back like some maniac. Like, okay. So usually that's my, how can I change things? <laughs> Every match, you're like, here's how to start a match. Duck the first punch, hit me in the face as hard as you can. And then we'll just, we'll figure it out. That's how, that's how like. Whatever next that feels right at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm all about the, the artistic feel of getting punched in the face properly. Go. Uh, we're going to do an Indie Mayhem show with uh, Shirley Doe here. If you're with us on the live stream or check out the Indie Mayhem show, subscribe to that. A lot of great stuff on there. Most recently, we just released our interview with Magnum CK, which was a great hour-long interview where we talked about wrestling and theater and the marking out pay-per-view. I'm not sorry, pay-per-view. Uh, the documentary. It was on Amazon Prime. Close enough to the pay-per-view. It's kind of like WWE Network. Um, and uh, I think Jack... No, no, not him. Jack Pollock is uh, also uh, on the agenda for that as well. Uh, that's going to be released here in the next couple of weeks and a few other great ones. And we've had a great line of people since we moved in the studio here. So, and, 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 and Mad Mike's yawning, so I better wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> it's a late night, I know. Slinging toys, right? Uh, but it, it, It's not that late of a night, Sorg. It's yes. not that late. Thank you, Shirley Doe, for joining us. Thank you. Chad to Shad. You're welcome. From the Enzo duo. <laughs> Yes. I was hey. forced into that gimmick. <laughs> 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 and man, Mike, 483 on the Twitter. Check him out. Uh, hashtag MM on the at Mayhem Show Twitter. 
where he's he's the yes. diligent live tweeter of things like Lucha Underground and other things late at night. Yes, indeed. And and Midweek War, uh, we will actually be doing the obituary of 205 Live this week. So <laughs> apparently, apparently. So there you go. Uh, so, so if you have any well wishes, uh, please, you know, send them along to good times at wrestlingnameshow.com. Uh, yeah, uh, if you want, if you have a good epitaph for 205 Live, please let us know. So is Larry going clothes shopping with Enzo soon? <laughs> oh, we need it. Oh, man. It's makeover time. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Man. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.